Welcome to a special edition of Assassination on this Monday, the 6th of June, 2022. So I'm going to get into a ton of topics. First off, obviously, with the New York Rangers. Secondly, you saw what I tweeted this morning, way before my coffee, I'm talking about sex. So I'm like, oh my God. So if you didn't know, here's a did you not know. I have two best-selling books out there. Hello, Love, Where's Cupid, the second edition, and Relationship Impossible. So whenever I see people tweet things that are in error, talking about sex and men and women, oh, I jump in. So yeah, but no coffee in my brain. I'm still, I'm talking about sex at like 8.30 in the morning on a Monday. Uh, so I'll, I will talk about that. And I will throw in athletes in that conversation. Obviously. I got my list. Um, and then just a couple um, news and notes at the end. So, um, New York Rangers. So I went on Friday. We'll start with Friday. Went on Friday. Awesome. MSG is just the best fucking ass place to watch a hockey game. Sorry to all of you who don't have an MSG, but the staff there is incredible. Um, top-notch staff. They're just incredible. The fans were incredible. The seat was great. The people I sat next to were awesome. Um, I had this one guy that kept screaming <laughs> on my right, just kept yelling. And then the guys in front of me were, were yelling too. Um, so, anywho, so that was good. Obviously, that game was a nail-biter at the end with three minutes left to go. Um, but that was just remar- remarkable. And the guys played incredibly, incredibly awesome on Friday. I mean, I think they even on Friday had more, had more, um, were flying on the ice even more than they flew in the first game like they were flying over the all over the ice and let me just say something about adam fox he is brian leach 2.0 i know people are like debating on twitter whether he's you know zuboff or, or leach oh no he's not zuboff not not that i'm taking anything away from zuboff from the 94 team but oh my god foxy is He's in, what, what an incredible hockey player. What knowledge. He, I mean, he played Tampa like a freaking ass fiddle Friday night. He, he's awesome. Tremendous. We are so lucky to have him on our team. That's how awesome he is. He's going to win another Norris Trophy. I can tell you that. That's how awesome he is. He's got such a bright future ahead. But now let's fo- fast forward into last night. Well, yesterday afternoon. Okay. Now, let's all remember that the Rangers have never been in this situation. They've never been leading a series, these entire playoffs. So it's a little new for them. So I wouldn't be surprised if their mindset is a little different. Whether it's probably like subconscious. Subconsciously, it's different. Not like, you know, they don't even probably even know their mindset is a little different. But, okay. Maybe they should do reverse psychology and pretend that they're coming from behind tomorrow. Like they don't have the two games to one lead. Because I will say this, tomorrow's a must win for them. They have to go up three games to one. 
you cannot allow Tampa to win their two home games. And I know they have home ice. We know how the Rangers have been on at, at, at MSG. But still, they have to win tomorrow. Now, backtrack to yesterday. Sloppy. It was such a fucking sloppy-ass game. Everybody played sloppy at one point. First of all, can we stop on two? When you have a two-on-one, Panarin, when you have a two-on-one, can you shoot the fucking puck? Shoot it. Like, he made that extra pass to Cop. Was it, was it Andrew Cop? I believe that's the one I'm thinking about. He made the extra pass when he had an open net. And he should have just shot that shit. Just shoot your shit. Just shoot your shot, honey. Come on, you got it. You got your shot. Shoot it. Worse comes to worse. He saves it. It's a ref- it's a deflection. And then Andrew comes over and gets the goal. Or at least a scoring chance. I mean they didn't they had a totally different mindset yesterday. Especially when they were up to nothing. They sat back. They were like nonchalantly taking the puck out of the zone, like just throwing it out of the zone. <laughs> and then they had trouble. And then they misplayed the puck out how many times. And then they had missed opportunities. Now, do they take more penalties? Yes. But I will say this. That first troop of penalty was not a penalty. That should not have been called a penalty. How many times have we seen players on other teams and on even during that game, do that, go behind the net, and I wouldn't say, and, and hook the player in front, I, you know, you're attacking the player with the, with the puck, that was not a penalty, sorry, but not, that was not a penalty, now, that last one he took, obviously, when they were on the four minute power play, and he took it, you know, he's thinking of protecting his goalie, that's what he's thinking of. He's thinking of protecting his goalie. He's not thinking about anything else. That's his job. Protect the goalie. He was going to have, you know, it was going to be a scoring chance for Tampa. Tie game now, 2-2. Of course you're going, of course he's going to do that. He's going to trip him. I'm not mad at, like, I don't understand why all of you are mad at Truba. First of all, he played a great game. Okay, he had some awesome passes. He got out of the zone. He checked. He hit. Yeah, he got some penalties, but Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Now, here's what I'm going to say to the fans on Twitter. Can you guys not attack other players, uh, other fans whose favorite player does something wrong. Like, first of all, every athlete is a human being. They're not robots. I Perhaps you didn't get that memo. But they're not robots. They're people. They're going to fuck up. That's what athletes do from time to time. And in every series we've had so far, Pittsburgh, Carolina, and now Tampa Bay, the Rangers have played one pathetic game. Why? Because it happens. They're human. It happens. And then they pick them, they, they pick themselves up, they dust themselves off, and they come back at it harder the next game. 
but as fans, now maybe because I'm a cheerleader, former cheerleader, and I'm, I'm still coach cheerleading, you know, maybe that's why this is my forte, but my view, but as fans, we're supposed to pick them up, not, not, not throw them under the bus, as a fan, that's your job, your job as a fan is to pick the players up when they screw up when they mess up when they have a horrible game that's your job support the shit out of them don't don't trash them and don't bully other fans who love certain players when they mess up i hate that shit first of all and if that happens to you just remember what they say to you is a reflection of them not you see that's that's the actual truth but I mean, they, they totally messed up last night. Yesterday's game was, they were up, they were up to nothing. Okay. They sat back. They were, they didn't come out of the defensive zone with authority. They got stuck there for over a minute on how many shifts. I, I lost count. That's how, that's how bad it was. They misplayed the puck. They made too many passes. They were trying to be cute. It's the playoffs, boys. You can't do that. You can't do that. Now, not everybody had a terrible game. Um, I will say this. Fox was a little off. Not too bad, but he was off. Truba was off a little bit. Miller was off. Um, Kreider was off. Even though he scored a goal, he was still a little off. Panarin was off. And then, to all you Ranger fans out there that pick on Strom, okay, do you now see how fucking ass important he is to the power play? Because that last power play that they were on when they got the four minute power play, and he was not there because he was injured. Do you see how important he is? Every member of this team is fucking ass important. And it's not that they all have to score goals for them to be successful. It's the little things that some of these guys do that create the chances, that, cre- that create the goals, that create the havoc on the ice, mind you. Everybody has a role. It's a team sport. You know? T-E-A-M. There's no I in it. And they're all doing their part. And we need Strom. I hope to God he's okay. And oh my God, Barclay, Goodrow. Oh my God, have mercy on him. That slap shot he took, I believe, to the ankle. I hope that wasn't the broken ankle. But he, there he is, throwing his body out there, blocking shots. He was hurt. He went off. He came back on. Holy shit. Now, I will say this for the rest. Schneider. Made a great defensive play. Couple, couple of them actually. He looked pretty good. Braun looked. Braun, Braun was fine. Miller was off a little bit. Not too much, but he was off a little bit. Truba was fine. Truba was okay. He did some things that he's supposed to do. He did. He was hitting. He had some beautiful passes, and he took some shots that, if he was just a little bit more. 
to the right when he took his shot, he probably would have scored. He probably would have scored a goal. He was just a little off. And then, of course, the nine Lindgren was great. You know, I mean, he was good. For checking, hitting, making some passes, getting the getting the puck out of the zone. Uh, hello, Fox was good. A little off though in the offensive zone a little bit. Not too bad, but I just felt like they sat back. They sat back for two reasons. One, they were up two games to none, and two, they were up 2-0 in the game. I think they had to change their mindset. They gotta pretend that they're down two games to one instead of up two games to one. And I think then they'll win tomorrow night. And I tell you, they have to come out fucking flying. You have to come out flying. Literally. (laughs) You cannot let Tampa have more life. You're you're going against the two time defending Stanley Cup champions. Yes, I still think Tampa looks a little tired. And I still think Tampa is a little frustrated with with Igor making some incredible saves. But this is the this is the Rangers series to take. This is this is yours for the taking, boys. You got this. You just gotta focus. Focus, focus, focus. I think if you guys focus on Tuesday on creating more chances, taking more shots, getting the puck out of the zone with authority. Forechecking, back checking, hitting, having better puck control like you had on that second power play. That second power play, the puck control you guys had with that power play was incredible. You need to have that the whole entire game, not just on the power play. I think if you guys do that, you guys are winning. Just take it, like I said, one shift at a time. One period at a time, play smart and play hard. That's it. That's what you guys got to do. I really believe in you guys. And you're going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. It happens to everybody. Just now, correct those mistakes. And you guys are set for Tuesday night. Right now, shifting gears. So, on Twitter, I follow a lot of different like people. So I follow this one that talks about sexuality. You know, for many, many reasons. I follow that. You know, obviously I have books. I write about it. I blog about it. Um, Anyhow. So she wrote... She wrote something along the lines like... The porn industry caters to men. No fucking kidding. I mean, that's a given. Still in 2022, they catered to men. But then she wrote that. Um, let me see if I can find it. I want. I want it like word for word. I don't want to like paraphrase because sometimes I paraphrase it and people are like, "Oh, that's not what she said." Let's see if I can get it. Um, profile. Of course, I'm in the wrong spot here. Um, I'll have to just paraphrase it. She wrote that, like, it's the men, it's men's job to have sex for pleasure. That's basically, like, oh, that's all they have sex for is for pleasure. And they look out for it, for pleasure. And the porn industry knows this, and that's what the porn industry does, and it's not their fault. It's, I love when people go, well, it's not their fault. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. 
<laughs> now, here's the difference between men and women. First of all, men men may seek men seek out sex for pleasure more than women seek out for pleasure. That's definitely a true statement, but there's a difference is we don't seek out for all the time. Like men women do seek out for sex. But we don't we don't <laughs> we don't seek it out like every f- freaking chance we get. No, I would have you know that. Um, because it's, I find as though still in 2022 that it's not acceptable for women to seek out sex. It's, it's the man's job, as she puts it. It's the man's job to do that. And that, like, idea, that idea is so half-assed. Um, okay, so now like my Twitter's up now. Let me see if I can. Um, <clears throat> dun, 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 dun. Hold on, I'm going to find it exactly as it is. Um, oh, so, yeah, okay. So she says the sex industry focuses on male gratification. And I said, and, she, and then I said to her, that's not true. And then that, of course they do because, you know, women are seen as meat. We're not seen as people that have the same urges as men. And she got, she had no idea what I meant. And I said to her, seriously, you have no idea what I mean? The sex industry focuses on men. It does not focus on women in the same fashion. Women aren't allowed to have orgasms and to have sex just as a man can. Still in 2022, we shouldn't be seen as meat as the sex industry portrays us. And they still portray women as meat. We're prey. We're not people with feelings and emotions and all that lovely shit. No, we're seen as... Like, the men are seen as the hunters and the women are seen as prey. Still in 2022, when it shouldn't be that way. And then she says... Sex is primarily male pleasure. It is the male who 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 is motivated to seek out the female for sexual interaction. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Has she ever fucking heard of Sex in the City? And I will tell you, if you are young and you have never ever seen that TV show, get it. Get the seasons one to six. Do not watch the movies. The movies suck. Watch seasons one to six. That is what sex is. That is what women do. That is, in a nutshell, more realistic than you watching porn. Don't watch porn. Porn is not realistic. And I will get into that on my blog, but anyhow. <clears throat> so I said to her, sex is not primarily a, ma- primarily a male pleasure. Women want sex just as much as men do but we don't seek it out every chance we get like men do. That's the difference. So I just happened to put on TikTok yesterday. Um, There was this really cute audio that I was like, ooh, what can I do with this audio? So I put together this, like, this sex thing. (laughs) The sex theme. (laughs) Um, So I said, all I want from a man is loyalty, support, and orgasms. Why is this so hard? So I posted it on Twitter. If you haven't seen it yet, it's up there. Actually, so I'm going to have to do a blog. 
So I said, there's nothing quickly coming on Twitter on Monday morning, way before I had my coffee and talking about sex. Guess I need to write another blog post since most are not educated in this topic. So yes, I will, I will tell you why women... I will, I will give you a couple topics. So here's what I'll talk about. I will talk about why women and men are pretty much the same on this topic, but women are not portrayed the exact same way. I will tell you... Yes, women want orgasms. That's all we, that, that, I will tell you. I will tell you women want orgasms. I will tell you that women masturbate. I will give you the, I will give you the numbers because like, people don't ever believe me. And I will tell you this, women are more embarrassed to admit that they want orgasms and that they want and that, that they actually do masturbate. Now, if you saw my blog post about two months ago when I did a review on Trojan, because Trojan came out with like this vibrator that I found in Target down the, one of the aisles, and then they were marketing it from a marketing standpoint since I am a marketer, uh, marketing it as something that the couples can do together. Um, hell no. See, I'll also say this. Women don't use a vibrator if, they're having, if they have a man to play with. If they have a man to play with, and the sex is good. You can, women can still have a man to play with, but if the sex ain't good, then they'll obviously need to use the vibrator. But go read that blog post. It was very, very good. It was very well written, I must say. So what brings me to this topic now, as I stay on this topic, so we have Deshaun Watson, right? We have Trevor Bauer. We have Stefan Diggs. Um, baseball and football players. Ooh, shocking. Um, who, who, who seek out pleasure in ways that they should not. Like you have Stefan Diggs, which I wrote in my blog yesterday, who thinks it's a flex to sleep with as many women as possible, which goes with what I said in my blog post, my blog, my podcast, my radio show, my show on Friday, that men in their 20s, from ages 20 to 26, are told to, quote, live it up. And by live it up, I mean have sex with as many women as possible, go have fun, don't settle down, you know, enjoy life, blah, 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 right? which is the wrong advice for anybody to get. Because you know what? If you're 23 and you find somebody that you want to be married to and you want to have a relationship with and you want to start a family at age 24, 25, go for it. Here's something that I've always done. I don't let age dictate how I live my life. Let me say that again so it sinks into everybody's heads. I don't let age dictate how I live my life. I've never, ever, ever done that. And I never, ever will. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's totally ridiculous. See, women in their early 20s, 20 to 26, as I remember, we're told the opposite. This is why relationships have, this is why men and women have such bad times with relationships because we're told the opposite. Men are told to have sex with as many women as possible. Women are told the opposite. Oh, only have sex if you love him. Only have sex if you love him. Only have sex if you're dating. Don't have sex like a man. See the, th- see the problem? There's a problem right there. We're told two opposite things. Oh, don't live it up. You have to worry about your future. Men don't have to worry about their future because they have one. See the difference? 
Men don't have to worry about that shit when women do, when they're 20 to 26. Oh, buckle down and study hard. That's what we're told. Men are told to go have fun and enjoy life. Don't settle down. And then, see, here's the thing. Women have the biological clock. Most women want to start having babies by the time they're 28. 28, 29-ish. So they're technically finished by the time they're 37. Because women over 40 are seen as selfish when they want to start having a family now. Oh, well, you're going to have a family now? But you should have had one when you were... No, 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 no. But you told me that I shouldn't live it up. That I shouldn't settle down. That I should buckle down and study hard and be this and be that and be this. No, 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 no. See, that's how life goes. And then people change their, they change, their position, they change their position on lots of shit. So here's my advice for everybody. Don't let age dictate how you live your life. You can live it up no matter how old you are. And by live it up, I mean live life. Do things that make you happy. Go places that make you happy. Travel. Try something new. Try a new hobby. Study something. Take your hobby as a passion and turn it into a business. If you want to have a family at age 23, go for it. You want to settle down and get married at 25? Do it. Don't listen to other people tell you how to live your life. And don't t- let them tell you. Oh, we, well, you're in your 20s. So it's okay. It's okay. You can, you, you can do whatever the hell you want. No. <laughs> when you're in your 20s, let me just tell you what I wish I did when I was in my 20s. I wish I didn't listen to all those people. To tell me, don't do this, do this. You know, make sure, you know, don't go on that trip. Save your money. Don't, like, like that, like, save your money. Don't spend it. First of all, for all those athletes out there, especially NFL players who care more about their money than they care about people, um, when you die, your money don't go with you. So I don't understand that whole entire concept of, you know, don't, don't spend your money. Save it. For what? Now, yes, you need to save money. I save money. I have investor. I have an investor, so I invest money. I invest money, I save money, I know when to spend money, I know when not to spend money. I have like, what, six businesses? So, hello, I know I have to spend to make. But at the same time, don't listen to these people. If you want to go somewhere, you want to do something, go, do it. You have one life. Live it. Okay. So, oh, and then we have, that I was tweeting with, because of Evander Kane and his penalty that he took in the game on Saturday and that he may be suspended one game um, his ex-wife was on Instagram and tweeted that he was she was happy that he was going to be swept you know uh, she's, a, she's a mean person but here's what I think here's the thing I'm going to just put this out here when you go for a woman based on superficial superficial stuff like looks because that's basically what NFL players do and a lot of athletes do they go for the quote-unquote beauty queen because they want arm candy and they want to make all their teammates and they want to make all other athletes jealous of them and they want to be the center of fucking attention you get what you reap you get what you sow you reap what you sow that saying is true you reap what you sow she's a fucking asshole 
she doesn't even have custody of their child. Let me put it that way. And nine out of ten times, the woman always gets custody of the kid. He has custody of the kid. What does that say to you about her? That's why I always say in every single blog that I write on relationships, always go for the personality. Always go for the person who is going to support you, be loyal to you, be there for you when the chips are down, Who's going, who has morals and values. Don't always go for the pretty girl. You guys screwed up nine times out of ten. And then you complain. Oh, she's a gold digger. Oh, she's this. Oh, she's that. Oh, she. Uh, well, you, you set it up for yourself. The saying is always true. Never judge a book by its cover. The cover can be the most beautiful cover, but the inside can be full of shit. Remember that. It's very true. Um, so my last note. All right, so. Um, so on my Instagram account that I, I used to have, because I don't have it anymore, and let me tell you how much better my life is without Instagram. My life is so much better with Instagram. Dump Instagram. Dump it. Just dump Instagram. I'm running up a social media course, and I'm going to tell you this. Here's a sneak peek. Instagram is the most hacked app out of all of them together because it's the easiest to hack. It has the least amount of security because, remember, Instagram wanted to be able to work with everybody's phones. So that's why it's the easiest to hack. And when Apple tells you that their iCloud is secure, the iCloud is not that secure, especially when it comes to Instagram. Um, dump Instagram. Just dump it. Go on TikTok. Do TikTok and Twitter. TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Top three. Um, if you're in business, definitely LinkedIn. De- I would definitely be on LinkedIn. Um, but that's the social media part that I wanted to mention. But anyway, so I was talking about Instagram. So I did this video, these two videos, <laughs> that here's the reasons why athletes should date a cheerleader. And I gave you all the reasons. Most of them, most of them, cheerleaders wise, are the best people. It's not just us looking, you know, sexy or cute in our uniforms. It's not just the status of being a cheerleader. Like, you know, like you always hear, like, you know, oh, well, she was a cheerleader in high school. She was popular. No, it's not that. That's not a reason why a, also A, to be a cheerleader. I can tell you today with cheerleading, it's, it's the, one of the most competitive sports. Uh, we compete and we are... We are monsters when it comes to competition. And only the girls who have top skills make my team. So, if you want to be a cheerleader just for the sake of being a cheerleader, sorry, you're not going to be on my team. Um, But cheerleaders are supportive. Cheerleaders know your sport. Right? I know know hockey inside out. I know hockey inside out. I, I know football inside out, but I'm not dating a football player. Um, and if you read my blog and you heard my show, you know why. Um, I know hockey inside out. 
I'm supportive. I'm loyal. That's what I'm telling you. I'm just saying, when you're going to look for someone to date, look for a cheerleader. Because they're loyal. They're supportive. They know your sport. I make all my girls know the sport that they root for, that they cheer for, by the way. See? So, we have now, we'll have football one-on-one in September. Um, they're flexible. Yes, their bodies are flexible. But they're flexible. They go with the flow. There's many other reasons. But, you know, I think I'll have to write on the blog on that. Just to point that out. Because I, I find as though... In relationships, it's never about what I just mentioned. Support. Flexibility. Loyal. Um, uh, it's never about that kind of stuff. It's always about looks. Money. Materialistic things. Which are the negatives in a relationship. And I also did mention on Friday, again... I also mentioned on Friday um, about that, about that money, about money. Always have that ta- Always have that conversation. Do not pull a Travis Kelsey if you're dating somebody right now, and make the girl spend all her fucking ass money, and you not spend a fucking dime on her. See how, like, that's also, that's another reason why I won't date an NFL player. Um, <laughs> um, I had my share of NFL player. Thank you. I don't need another one. Just like I dated a model, a Calvin Klein model, I don't need models either. Models, no. NFL players, no. Baseball player, no. No, 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 no. Um, I won't date a cop, no. I won't date a firefighter, no. Um, <laughs> I won't date a lawyer, no. I won't date a doctor, no. Many reasons. So I just won't talk about athletes, I'll just mention it all out there. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, like, oh, are you being, like, you know, judgmental? No. Because <laughs> I've been there. Been there, done that. No, thank you. See? You make a mistake the first time. It's just a mistake. But if you constantly keep making it, it's a choice. I'm not being stupid the second time around. Sorry. Been there. Um, anyway. What was I saying? Oh, always have that relationship money conversation. And if you didn't watch my show on Friday, I will just repeat this one line. The guy is supposed to pay for the first date. You may not like that still, but that's the way it goes. And that's the way it should be. You guys talk about, you know, how you don't want women asking you out, and you don't want women being aggressive, and you don't want women being this, and you don't want women being being that. And you're supposed to ask the girl out, and you're supposed to pay for it. Well, you can't change your mind now. Too late. Too little, too late. And I really feel that's that show shivery. 
guys just paying for dinner. That's it. And that's all the guys should pay for, by the way. Dinner. Well, if you go into the movies, fine. But here's the thing to the guys out there. Don't make the first date like, you know, I, I don't want to be wined and dined the first date. Like, he's trying to impress me. No. You know what you should do? This is what I love to do on the first date. Pizza. Just get pizza. The first date should be about talking to each other and getting to know each other. It shouldn't be about going to, like, a five-star fucking restaurant, having the guy wine and dine you, and having the bill be over, like, two, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars. No. What the hell is that? Fuck that. No. Pizza. Pizza and then something fun. Um, you know, bowling. Something competitive, you know. Because competitive is a good way to see how that guy is going to be and to see how that girl's going to be. If they have any competitive juices within them. You know, and you'll see a little bit of who they are when they're competitive. You see the real of them when they're competitive. Not something like getting dressed up, going in a limo, going to a five-star restaurant, having him pick the most expensive bottle of champagne or wine, you know, wearing his, you know, $5,000 watch, making sure that you see it, raising a toast, all that shit. Oh, stop. Stop. That's the wrong approach. I just need, that's why people call me a cheap date, but um, you know what? fine and call me a cheap date but it's not about it's not about what he does on the date it's about the conversation engaging on the date pizza that's all i need i'm happy girl if i eat pizza anyhow anywho so i will write my blog obviously and then i'll put the link in the description of this podcast for you. And if you're reading my blog and you've read my blog right now, you're listening to the podcast. So it's two for one. And I will talk to you all on Friday. And hopefully, 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 hopefully by Friday, the Rangers are going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Because I had them in five. Let's go, boys. You guys got this. You guys got this. <laughs>